0: The Houston Astros Radio Network. The
1: Astros trailing by one. It was the leadoff homer by Chris Davis, the difference in this ball game so far. And Steve Sparks and Robert Ford and were very pleased to have one of the Astros' dads in here with us, Chris Stavinsky's dad. Mike, thanks a lot for, for dropping in with us. We love to have you guys in here. Thank you very much for talking to us and giving us the time. You got it. First pitch to Aoki. Almost hits him. Coming inside, he ends up on his stomach. I want to ask you, Mike, and... Quite frankly, Chris is one of our favorites. I mean, he has been since he since he got uh, on the team last year. Where did the discipline come from? I mean, we, we, we've seen the discipline with, with Chris. And just a really
0: hard worker. Uh, it just started when he was young, very young, and being in the area. And I would tell him, you know, if you want to get out, uh, get into an education, you have to work hard. You've got you to do it all the time. And we didn't know what was going to happen out of it. It's just that we did it every night. With me and Amanda and my okay. wife, either, forward, either forward, hitting, forward, or pitching, or something. Just but we just did it every night. Stayed outside. Aoki Didn't grounds it. out to first base. Springer
1: at the plate now with one out, uh, and you mentioned. Shirley, uh, your wife who's in here with us right now, we've heard the story about how Chris developed his change-up, and she was a big part
0: of that, right? Oh, definitely, most definite. so, definitely. So how did that happen? With the hacky sack? What, what's the story on well, that? Well, I would go out on jobs in between, and they would be doing their homework. Okay. And then after the homeworks, you know, they, they did put an hour, two hours in, they, they still waited for me to come in. And Shirley just said, well, we'll do some practice tonight. And it was the grip. He figured out how to do a circle change. Did Shirley help him with that? Oh, for sure. Most, <laughs> most, most definitely. That's great. And she would just practice the zone. You know, keep it ball, keep the ball down, keep it at the knees. And we had a little, uh, like a, a taped it out a little base. You know, okay. a, a base and a door. We would do it against the so door. So Where to hit? Where to hit? The, keep it the low as possible that you can.
1: One and one count on Springer as Graveman delivers, and he. Hits one hard straight up the middle for a base hit. A line drive by Springer made him get the ball up there. It's two-seam sinker type guy, and you got to get him to get it up, and that's what Springer did
2: there with one out. So, did you. Uh Guys, go to a lot of baseball games as a family. I know you, get, you grew up in Santa Ana, Chris did, and right. not too far from uh, Angel Stadium. Well,
0: our main thing that we went to, we would go to a lot of college games. Okay. We went to Cal State Fullerton and we'd bring him in the dugout after the games or in between that we could, like Phil Nevins, guys like that that sure. were playing. Uh, you know, just different players, you know, and we got Brandon Tripp, you know, people like that that won the College World Series, Mirandas. Uh, just, and we would sit around it and just watch it. But our killer was we go from the seventh inning on. Okay. Because <laughs> then we could get in for free. <laughs> ah, you got to do what you have to do. Yeah, we had to do what we had to do because we had four of us, you know.
1: Josh Raddick at the plate. Nothing in one count to the former A as – that pitch is smoked at the third baseman. It's caught. It's a double play. Mike, we got a quick inning here. we got to have you back next half inning. You good to stay around? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not quite dark yet here at the Oakland Coliseum as Dallas Keuchel readies himself to face 8-9-1 in the order. The A's with a one to nothing lead. Home run by Chris Davis. The only difference so far in this one. Mark Canna, beg your pardon, it's Adam Rosales. Right-handed batter as we're joined by Chris Davinsky's dad, Mike once again for the bottom half of the third inning and what was your background in baseball I mean how did you get the knowledge the
0: working knowledge to, to help Chris along well I was really a different type of athlete I was a football player and a track runner but I always thought that you know, we could, do, we could change it and do something different and so we would go down to the park and watch and a lot of my friends were baseball players so I said you know let's take a shot at this and just see what he could do and when he was younger, uh, you know, playing t ball and everything, he was a little bit of a standout already. When his play was very aggressive, he would you know be quicker than the other kids at that particular age, mm. and just and and then I started talking to people, and then you know we just a lot of things came in play as far as our uh, it, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to high school and play baseball? Are you going to go to college? Let's try to do something with this. So we stu- we stood with it. And we said that he could we seen that he can play mm. and he and he picked it up early. And then we would take reps all the time and they had reps in between with them and they would play tag with the ball. And oh, it, yeah. And it was just it, it came to be a family thing. And, and it was fun. And, and it was fu- so it, he got engaged, it, yeah. it, 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 and then he started getting engaged in it. You know, he started, you know, really like at that at that low age, And then we went and then we went into this travel ball. And that's when you had to start stepping your game.
1: Yeah, you had right. to compete then. I mean, Rosales grounds at the shortstop. Now batting is Marcus Simeon. It's a 1-1 count to him as Keiko fires one low and away. 2-1. And, and for Chris, he was a shortstop. Shortstop, yes. And so he didn't really pitch a ton, no. especially, I mean, even at Cal State Fullerton, not a lot of innings. No, 26 innings. Wow. 26 so innings. So he saved those bullets, though, didn't he? Y-
0: y- but he, he, he they, they only brought him in sparingly. Huh. When he got beat up one time, that was over. A matter of fact, it was against Virginia. And, and they just, you know, they, they fired up on him. I mean, they were hitting the ball hard. The <laughs> I mean, they were hitting hard. It That fastball. Yeah. So he said, you know, I got to change my routine and yeah. do something different. And that's he started, when, to, started That's
1: when mom's changeup came in. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes. Big time.
1: It's a walk to Marcus Simeon. Rajai Davis comes to the plate. He's 0 for 1, flew out to center field. In the
2: first, we're in the bottom of the third inning. A's lead one to nothing. So, Mike, at what point did you start to think, All right, hey, my son has a chance to play professionally and maybe get to the major leagues?
0: You know, I I kind of doubted that uh-huh. major league. That that was the farthest thing out of my mind. Uh-huh. The first thing was just to get an education, right? But when they came, smell, you know, sniffing around and seeing out scouts yeah. and stuff like that, you know, then I go, You know what, maybe he. Maybe he has an opportunity to do something. Right. At least get something for his future or, you know, even further his education. This
1: could be two right here. Not in time. Ground ball over the shortstop. He shovels to Altuve, but the return throw to first. Not in time to get the speedy Rajai Davis. So it's a fielder's choice with him. Two outs, runner on first. As Davis, a threat to run at first, but Dallas Keuchel hard to run on. Have to keep an eye on that. Jed Lowry will come to the plate. Lowry, 345
2: hitter lifetime against Keichel. So, Mike, you I know you're in the moving business. Right. Moving trucks, help people right. move right. in and out of homes right. and, and such. And Chris used to help you quite a bit. All well, the time. About how old was he when he first started helping you at, out? At
0: least seven or eight years old. Really? Yeah. You he had to move in a sofa? No, he would do the <laughs> chairs, cushions, you know, the lightweight right. stuff. Right, right, right. But we, what, what we really did, though, is we sold furniture out of the back of my truck. Is Amanda, that right? Amanda and my son and my wife and uh-huh. we would go to all the dealers in los angeles uh-huh. to buy vintage furniture okay and we would sell it to them okay and it'd be eight o'clock at night sometimes you know at, and then we would go practice believe it or not after after, after wow. you guys after, did all that after we did all that this, late at night and we you know we just kept the truck running you know and it was <laughs> like you know we just kept on doing it one oh pitch to lowry is shot through Ooh. the right
1: side that's a base hit Holding at second is Rajai Davis, so runners on first and second now with two outs. Certainly helped. Reddick was playing shallow there, got to that quickly to make sure Davis didn't go first to third. Unfortunate now, though, with the guy coming to the plate, Chris Davis. Five home runs already on the season for Chris Davis. Shot one out to center field his first time up as the A's lead this one one to nothing. What about Chris as a kid? he get in trouble?
0: Not, not until later in life when everybody else gets in trouble <laughs> <What> did, <laughs> you yeah, know like when, when he was a kid it, it was all straight and narrow let's let's go every day focused every, on that, that's on sports yeah let's do our thing until like you and me and everybody else yeah we turn our little thing on and that's when everything else comes out with it yeah and we were kind of like in a little rough neighborhood too in Santa Ana as well you guys know that already oh yeah but it wasn't that bad It wasn't. It wasn't really that. You know what? You
1: got to pick your friends. I mean, you got to hang out with the right guys, right? Right. But it was. And you have outside activities to keep you busy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But we were constantly playing baseball, and that was the problem. Mm. You know, we they would see us always practice. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You're not going to go nowhere. You're not. You know. Really. Knocking him down. A very negative, negative because their attitude wasn't there. You know, as far as education or going someplace or doing something. And my wife would always tell them, hey, you're gonna go to school, at least go to school. That's what moms are for. Yeah, at yeah. least get to school. I mean, it, it didn't sound like very much, but it, it, it meant a lot to go yeah. to school.
1: Well. I, I got to say this, as Chris Davis hits into a fielder's choice to end the inning on the force out at second base, it's a pleasure to meet you. We really enjoy your son. So thanks for catching up. And it's a real pleasure to meet
2: you guys. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. Robert Ford, yeah. Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. 2-2,
2: two, two, swing and a miss, struck him out on a slider, and that is the ball game. A's get a run in the ninth, but not nearly enough as the Astros win their third in a row And they beat the Oakland A's tonight by a final of 7-2. Joined by Astros hitting coach Dave Hudgens. And a great finish to the series in Seattle. Get shut out the first game, but the the last two games were able to put up some runs. Seven runs on Tuesday, ten runs on Wednesday. And hitting with runners in scoring position, uh, something that had been lacking early. We saw that in those games.
3: Yeah, I mean, the guys did a good job grinding out at bats, uh, fouling pitches off. And, you know, using the middle of the field a little bit more. You know, I think it's just a matter of time before the offense starts clicking. And, you know, we've got a lot of confidence in these guys. And, you know, our, off, our offense, a guy that's a pretty long lineup. So, uh, you know, as we go and guys get more and more comfortable with each other, um, I think we're going to be okay.
2: Isn't it amazing? It seems like it's contagious. Like when one or two guys start getting hits and runners, with runners in scoring position, it seems like then all of a sudden it's an avalanche.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how baseball is. It seems like that's how it is. And when you're not getting any hits and runs, it seems like you're never going to get anything. So, you know, it is contagious. Guys get confidence. Uh, You know, it's all about getting good balls to hit, getting something in the middle of the plate, having a game plan and and executing that game plan. So I think we've been doing a pretty good job of that the last couple games.
2: had a stretch that just concluded uh, during that Seattle series. Faced lefties six of seven games, left-handed starting pitchers. How does that affect things in terms of offensively? Obviously, it's going to change who plays to a certain extent.
3: Right. Obviously, it changed the lineup a little bit. I think it's just you get used to who you're facing. I mean, we have faced some pretty good lefties, and uh, you know it's a little unusual that many. We were expecting it. We knew what was coming up. It's the same thing. you got good, good balls to hit and keep it in the middle of the field and not try to do too much, and, and I think we did a good job of that.
2: We saw Jose Altuve get off to a slow start. I know he's a guy you generally don't worry about with the track record that he has, but when you see Altuve struggling, what is it? that is there anything consistent is there something that you generally see when, when he gets off to a slow start or is having a, a bit of a rough stretch
3: well it depends on what it is I mean he was a little unusual because he was swinging and missing a little bit you know yeah. he's striking out more than more than normal I think he had a little too much head movement and he had a couple things he wasn't seeing the ball real well and so he's going after some bad pitches and just missing some pitches but you know, once he started using the middle of the field and once he started letting the ball travel a little bit more and getting some better pitch to hit, and then he relaxed a little bit after he got a couple of hits. And once he gets his confidence, I mean, he's, he's going you know, to have a great year. How
2: impressive has Brian McCann been I mean you look at what he did uh, with the Yankees and there's a lot of a lot of pulling you know the the obviously the pull shift against him but he, he talked about I know this offseason and spring training concerted effort going the other way he has a home run into the Crawford boxes at, at Minute Maid Park and it, it really seems like he's kind of changed his approach from what maybe it was the last few years
3: yeah I know you can get to Yankee Stadium and get a little pull happy and yeah. then you know they get the shift going and any ground ball you hit is um, you know an out See, so you start trying to lift the ball a little bit and into those seats in Yankee Stadium. So he did a lot of work this winter, trying to get back in the middle of the field, more like he was in Atlanta a few years ago, trying to use the whole field more. And uh, yeah, I've been impressed with him. He's, uh, he's, he's really well prepared. He knows his swing. He knows what he's trying to do. And uh, yeah, we're expecting quite a bit out of him. I know he expects a lot out of himself.
2: You know, it seems like the what we've been hearing a lot about, at least publicly, about guys trying to hit the ball in the air more around baseball because you have all this shifting and so hitting the ball on the ground generally doesn't pay off is that something that that you and alonzo powell assistant head coach really try to emphasize with these guys hitting the ball in the air
3: well i mean it's we probably don't specifically say hit the ball in the air, but we yeah. want to hit the bottom half of the ball. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you hit the bottom part of the ball. in, Staying inside the baseball, you're probably going to get it in the air. Because, like you said, with the uh, pull side shifts and guys are throwing sinkers down and in, and that you know is going to induce a lot of ground balls because they shift, but they pitch into that shift too. So that's why we try to be disciplined and try to get balls, like say, in the air and try to hit the bottom part of the inside of the baseball. If you do that and keep the ball in the line, hopefully good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Dave Hudgens, Astros hitting coach. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Robert. Good talking to you.
0: Visit Astros.com slash radio to hear all your favorite players, up-to-date interviews,
2: highlights, and more. Get connected with your Astros at Astros.com slash radio.